you ever look at um like the styles we used to wear in like the early two thousands? Yeah. 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 It made no sense at all. Like the backwards jersey, the different uh, color Air Forces. Uh, I had a pair of white, green, and black custom snakeskin Air Forces. And I say custom and a lack of saying the word uh, fake. But they was nice, though. Did you say snakeskin? Yeah. 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 Fake, fake, fake it in a, it in a $3 bill, man. Like, who? Two. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that was cold though. No, like I, I'm trying to step over that. I'm trying to move past it, but I ain't never heard nobody say some snakeskin ones. Yeah, that yeah. sounds. Yeah, that sounds mad bougie. Yeah, my dad called me country for getting them. He was, <laughs> he was like, "You sure you you ever had somebody drop a hint and you don't know they dropping the hint?" Like yep. the hint going completely over your head. He was like, "You sure you want to get them?" I'm like, "Yeah, I like them. I like, you know, you got anything that you can that you can wear with them?" I'm like, "I think so." Like whole t- just slow bro, just wasn't picking up on. He like, "Don't get them, son. Don't get them." And I was so I was so strong. I wanted them. I believed it. Oh my god! Like, excuse me. Like I remember. Not remember. Like, uh, what was it? It was. I want to say over the weekend, I was watching something that was old or throwback. And just looking at how baggy everything was. We wore baggy suits. The pants were baggy as hell. The shirt was oversized. Everybody wore a shirt that was two or three times their size. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you had to lean with it and rock with it the right way. You had to, you had to have a big shirt. You couldn't move like that in a muscle shirt. You feel me? It had to be loose fitting. Yeah, it had to like a toga was on. We went from wearing baggy clothes to wearing tight clothes to now everybody's just wearing things that, for the most part, is form fitting. That's nuts. I mean, kind of. Like, but really, it's a little bit of the retro coming back. Like, when you see women with, like, them high-waisted pants, like women, it'd be like the, like, like somebody, you know, granddaddy with the, with the, with the belly button at the belt loop. Like, I was like, word. No, you know what I, you know, I was, I, I was telling my girlfriend over the weekend, you know what I rock? I rock some overalls. On kids. All right, all the time. Overall, but you gotta have one of the latches on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah you gotta be yeah, on one yeah, song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You gotta, no. gotta have some Tims on that real New York. You know what I'm saying? Real New York, like. I saw Solomon. Like, I, one of the straps gotta be off. Can't, no. Did she agree with it? Yeah. What? Yeah. That's yeah. what I'm talking about. You gotta support the spouse. For sure, for sure. All right, everybody. Welcome to episode two of season two. Yeah, episode two of season two of Reset the Vibe. I'm one of your hosts, Vash. Well, this is Darius. 
we here another week, another week to bring y'all the vibes, to reset your vibes, you know what I'm saying? Really appreciate everybody that listened to the last episode for technically episode, it was episode, episode one, but it was, it was mostly the season premiere. But, uh, yeah, really appreciate it. Appreciate all the feedback. You know, you got quite a bit of, uh, feedback on your overrated for the Wiz, you know. Did I? I was like, all right, you ain't tell me about it. I was wondering. Yeah. No, people were kind of wondering why, why, why the Wiz is over. Like, they didn't agree, bro. They, they didn't agree. They didn't agree, man. That's their opinion, bro. Like, that's, that's the, I just honestly think it's, it, I ain't even gonna get back into it. I ain't even, because <laughs> now you're gonna send me down, bro. Yeah, no, because then we'll be here another 20 minutes talking about the damn under, overrated. So, uh, how's the weekend, man? How was, how was Thanksgiving? Um, I was at work. You know, I ate pomegranates. Like, I ate three cups of pomegranates for Thanksgiving, because you know, I don't celebrate holidays or whatever. No, I'm not a Jehovah's Witness. But, yeah, I don't celebrate <laughs> holidays. <laughs> I just, you know, this is my personal preference, but, um, it was dope. You know, I went to work, work was good. Um, you know, I had some associates bring me some food that, that I was really thankful for that. That really made, that made my night. Um, I never had shrimp. I don't know if that was marinara sauce or barbecue sauce on it. I don't know. I thought it was barbecue sauce in my mind. I'm like, I ain't never had no shrimp. Like the raw shrimp, not fried shrimp, raw shrimp with barbecue sauce on it. But it was good. It was good. I liked it. And I had string bean casserole for the first time. So that was something. I got so many comments. Okay. All right, bro. Like that. (laughs) I got so many concerns. Raw. Hey. Hey. Don't knock the string bean casserole until you try it. It it literally wasn't that bad. Like when the what when, was in it? It I so I mean I ain't asked them, but it was like um string beans. It was French fried onions. Um, what I assume is cream of mushroom. Um, that's probably all I could guess. But the french fried onion gave it like a little crunchy taste it was like you um what's 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 a good what's a good way you ever had like pieces of like your popeye's chicken crumbles like the bread and crumbles fall into your mashed potato cup for some whatever reason mm-hmm. and you eat it it was kind of like that it was kind of like that a little bit like like eating um bread and in your uh in your in your soggy food like it wasn't soggy food but it was like it was soft. Like the string beans was real soft. It was nice. Um, the people that made it might be listening. So I'm trying to really. Oh, word. Okay. Right. Word. Bad. Yeah. Cool. It was good. It, it wasn't bad. No, I like no, like all jokes aside. It was, it was, it was good. It was good. I liked it. I liked it. Yeah. What about you? How was your Thanksgiving? What, what, what popped off in, in, in Vash World? Um, it wasn't nothing big, man. Like I wanted to have a uh, a big family thing this year, with uh, after everything has happened. But obviously, a big thing is not smart and wise, so that was canceled. So it was low key, small. You know, had my girl over, had a friend, had a cousin over, and like that was that, that was it, man. Like I, I cooked, and uh, you cooked, yeah, I cooked. They brought. 
themselves and, and liquor, and that was it. Oh, the juice bringers, huh? The people that bring pops to the party. <laughs> Don't bring them. <laughs> oh, I mean, oh, I, okay. listen, I, I sat like, by the time it was finalized, I didn't even know that I was going to do it until like, I want to say the day of or the day before. Like, I was just sitting there. I'm just like, all right, man, we're we doing this. And then people were like, oh, cool. Well, I can bring something. I'm just like, yeah, no, don't worry about it. I already bought the food already. So, yeah, man, like I, I cooked. They brought themselves and some liquor and we had a cool time. You know, I had to be up in the morning for work. So Word. it wasn't too late. It was maybe so about 10 or 11. Word. After that, you know. Did anybody bring dessert? No. So you had a dessertless Thanksgiving? Yes, I did. Word. Yeah, I had a turkeyless Thanksgiving too. Good. See, the turkey overrated. Like I like the turkey, but turkey is over. And then most people turkey be dry. Not that's, my family. That's, but, that's, but that's the thing. Like you have to like I think the term is brine or brine <laughs> or something like that. Like you really gotta take like three or four days to like really season the turkey beforehand, before the actual day of Thanksgiving, so it can actually be flavorful all around and not just the skin. Because people flavor the hell out of it the day of, and it only affects the skin. And you only taste the skin for 2.5 seconds when you put the turkey in your mouth. If you even get the turkey with the skin on it. If you don't get the turkey with the skin on it, you just eating dry meat. You know what I'm saying? So I'm not really that big of a fan of turkey. I'm more of a ham person myself. But yeah. I didn't do ham, so I cooked... Some mac and cheese. I cooked some potatoes, and I had some pork chops and chicken. Word, that's that ain't bad. You you had a macaroni? Did you say macaroni? Yeah, mac and cheese. Oh, okay, yeah. cool. Yeah, it ain't Thanksgiving if ain't no macaroni. In it. Exactly. Or cornbread. But you know what? We can we can we can set cornbread to the side. I don't know what Jiffy's on, I, but you you ever had Low Country jalapeno? Uh, cornbread. What is it? Jalapeno cheddar cornbread. Whatever that cornbread is. I've heard of it, but no, I never had it. Bruh. I ain't trying to plug Low Country, but that <laughs> cornbread. <laughs> That's some of the best cornbread I ever had in my life. Like, it's like honey glaze or something. I don't know what it is on that. I don't know, man. Like, for me, I'm mostly sweet cornbread is my thing. Like, I can, Jiffy's. I can eat a whole pan of sweet cornbread if it's sweet. And the thing about it, it's not sweet. It's not sugary as hell. It's sweet just enough for it to have some taste that is not like bread. And I like it. I hate hot water cornbread. I gotta have Jiffy's. I gotta have Jiffy's. If it's not Jiffy's or that or that Low Country, I think that's the name of it. Low Country, whatever. I think that's the name of the restaurant. But if it ain't that cornbread or some Jiffy's, bro, I can't eat it. I hate hot water cornbread. I don't know how black people eat that. What the hell is hot water cornbread? Hot water cornbread is really fried cornbread that everybody just calls hot water cornbread. Because it's literally, like, I don't, I think it's just like mixed up cornmeal and water. But it's like literally no taste in it. It's literally no taste in it. And I will harbor secret angry emotions at my mama for not 
for for not making jiffies. I would be low key upset because she loved hot water cornbread, but I hate it. I always have hated cornbread it. Cornbread to me is not necessary. I don't need no cornbread. Like I would eat some sweet cornbread, but it's not. It's not what I want, which I should have got, which I forgot. Cranberry sauce. Mm. That's if you eat dressing either. I no, I don't eat dressing either. No, I will eat cranberry sauce by itself. Let me ask you a question. Do you eat pie? Sweet potato pie. That's no. the only kind of pie you eat. No crust. Y'all sick, bro. Sweet potato pie? All kind of pie is disgusting, bro. Sweet potato pie is... Bruh. Bruh. Sweet potato pie is... Is... is Bruh. It's gold. Bruh. It's it don't gold. even taste like... It tastes like sugar and and somebody put like coconut oil grease on your tongue. Like I know that ain't the the what's the what's the what's the texture? You ever hear like um like that thick hair mayonnaise, bro? That's what sweet potato pie tastes like to me. Like it tastes like 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 bro, I hate pie. Like I hate the texture of pie. I hate that it's 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 all weird tasting, and you can see like little strings up. I I can't eat pie. I can't eat apple pie, sweet potato, pumpkin, rhubarb. If anybody ever made that, I wouldn't eat it. I don't even like pot pie. Pot pie is food. I hate to share a pot pie. No, I'm not a fan of pot pie either. See, but see, the thing about it with me is like I only like the filling of it. So like apple pie, I could eat, but I'm only eating the filling. I, it's the, it's the filling. Like I can't eat no cake that got like a fruit filling in it. I can't eat it. Nah, me neither. Like I remember That's I went to somebody's good. wedding and they cut the cake. It was strawberry inside. Yeah. Like, mm. It was strawberries in there, and I looked at the. I'm just like, <laughs> bro, what the hell is this? I didn't <laughs> ask for the. No, I want yellow cake. I want chocolate cake. I don't want this shit. Like no. Like who? Why? Who thought of this? That's what I. That's what we need to get to the bottom of. Who thought to put cuts of strawberry preserves in a in a cake? There's, like it's gonna taste good. There's a lot of things that I really want. If I had a time machine, I would go back and ask why, and and most likely prevent people from doing or inventing shit that they invented. Like there was this thing on Twitter of how to do percents or fractions or something like that. And this person literally took, it was like, uh, what's the percentage of like 90 from something? I don't know. It, 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 it's something, right? But she took the first number from the whole number. So if it's like 90, so she took nine and she brought that down, right? Mm -hmm. And then on the other side, there was like a seven. Or 70, but she brought the seven down. She left the zero up there. And then it was literally nine times seven. And then that was the answer. But the way that they taught it to us in school? Nothing like that. Nothing like that. And like, I was looking at the comments and like, yo, somebody's gonna say, nah, that's not how you do it. You thought she was on something. No, no, no. Everybody agreed with her, but it was some people was just like, yeah, this is the right answer. But they show you how to do it differently in school so you know the basis of it 
and everything. And I'm just like, I don't, I didn't care about the bases. I still don't care about the bases. As long as I'm out of it. As long as I can, <laughs> no, I don't even care about that. As long as I retain information long enough to pass. Like, you don't understand. Like, if anybody does not notice about me, the one thing that I hate and that I will forever hate for the rest of my life is math. I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. Anytime somebody talks math to me, I automatically tune them out. I do. Just like Donald Trump tunes out logic from people, I tune out math. Like anybody, time somebody just starts, like, no. No. Like, unless it's like something at the, like, the base of the bases, like, hey, if I take this shift, will I be over 40 hours? Well, I don't know. How many hours are you at right now? Oh, I'm 30. Cool. How long is the shift? Oh, it's eight hours. Oh, so you'll be at 38 hours by the time this shift is over. Yeah, cool. No, you won't be over 40. I can deal with that. But when you try to tell me how to give you the estimate of something or breaking down something into fractions, like all this other stuff, like I know I shut down. I shut down. I shut down like them kids that don't like to read. You see me right now? Yeah. Even listening to you talk about math, I don't want no talk to this conversation. Because <laughs> <laughs> my dad used to be like, he'd be like, but why you can't, why you don't get mad? I'm like, I just don't. Like, Did your dad get with math? Huh? Dad, a mathematician. Same as mine. My dad, dad my dad, that's the, it kills me. Cause none of that was passed <laughs> down. I'm like, I got reading comprehension down real good. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> like when it comes to reading and when it comes to writing, I got that down. Math? No. Math is like, it's my kryptonite. It's one of the kryptonites. It's, it's, it's trash, bro. I like, I like, um, I mean, like, when it came to math, I liked the whole imaginary number, but then until I found out there's a system for the imaginary number, and then I just checked out. Like, for some reason in high school, now don't get me wrong, like, oh, you I, made it that far, you made it to high school. Hold on. I failed math all my life. Like, <laughs> like, I can count money, I can, I can count, I can count very well, but I, like, once you start asking me to do long division, you lose me. Like anything after long long division, you lose me right there. I don't want no parts, which is probably why I can't do taxes. But that's different. I can learn that later on down the line. But um, when I would like when I would take like tutoring and stuff, like I would get on the tutor's nerves, bro, because I didn't want to be here. So when I got into high school, they was like, "Yeah, you can pass this class." They took me out of algebra two, bro. I think this is like my junior senior year, and then put me in honors pre-calculus. <laughs> they literally made a, a giant leap between algebra two and honors pre-calculus. I'm like, yeah, I'm like, yeah. Um, uh, I go to the council. I'm like, yeah, it's in. Uh, I'm not in my algebra two class. Like, what's that? It was like, yeah. So we just think it's better if we move you into. Honors pre-calculus. Now we know you don't, you haven't been there and you don't know much, but I'm pretty sure you're going to catch on. 
I'm like, you have way too much faith mm-hmm. and my ability <laughs> to have. First of all, no, no. I need you to take me back to where I'm going. they like, it's too late. I'm like, word. So I ended up actually passing pre-calculus with a D. I'm like, bro, as long, that's fine. Like, of course, it's still failing. But that was fine for me because I wasn't even supposed to be there in the first place. I'm in there with all the math heads, and I'm just like, bro, they're like, why are you in here? I'm like, I had to ask the counselor the same thing. I ain't got no clue. Bro, I I, I checked out of math in the fourth grade. I was cool until one day I came to school, and then my teacher was like, Miss Cotton. Miss Cotton was her name. And she was like, today we're going to learn multiplication. And I'm like, okay. And she proceeded to explain and she proceeded to put stuff on the board and I could not recognize anything that was going on. It looked like she was teaching me Russian. I'm like, I understand none of this. And then guess what happened? Two weeks later, we're going to learn division. Wait, wait, division. I don't even know multiplication yet. We're learning division. And then... There was like some big test at the end of the year where we had to learn the multiplication table. And I'm just looking like, yeah, I only got the ones and I got the twos. Anything after the twos, I'm not finna get. And the whole thing goes up to 12. And I'm just like, I hate every single last one of y'all. We fast forward. We fast forward to freshman year. And my algebra teacher has like tutoring after school, right? Yeah. So I'm like, all right, cool. I'm going to do my due diligence. I'm going to learn math. I'm going to put forth the effort, right? I had a whole positive mindset and everything. I get to tutoring and she's sitting there and she's trying to show me and tell me these things. And I know I don't have kids, right? But I've seen kids aggravate the hell out of their parents when their parents trying to help them with, 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 with schoolwork and they just won't get something that's so simple to them. It's just like, no, we, we sound this out, right? The word is help, 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 you know, like doing that. And then the kid just say something off the wall, like outside. No, it's help. We're not. How the hell did you get help from outside? That's not even nowhere near as close. Like, I could tell in my math teacher's face, there was so much frustration that she wanted to cuss at me and yell at me because I just was not getting it. Mm-hmm. And it was hell for me, not only for the math, but the fact of the matter that whatever she ate for lunch, it had mayonnaise. <laughs> I know you won't send that small up, bro. It was a mix between mayonnaise and coffee. <laughs> and she was sitting in there like she, 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 she was like kneeled down, not kneeled down, but like she was uh on the balls of her feet, you know what I'm saying? Like kneeling down, wasn't up by the desk and we're not trying to sh- like, hey Fred, it's gonna be okay, Fred. We're gonna get through this. We're gonna work through this. And in my mind I'm like, No, we're not gonna get through this. <laughs> I want to tell you just to give me my F now, and then I don't have to come to this class. I can just go 
and I can be doing something else, get another credit or something, because I'm failing this class. And lo and behold, guess what happened? I failed the shit out that class. Look, hey, I failed. And she didn't have an answer. My mom didn't have an answer. I didn't have an answer. So we're all sitting here at parent-teacher conference night, all scratching our head as to what we could do to get me on the right track. There was no right track. You seen that meme of them, of them like two African kids that said that twiddle and they throw them on the couches? <laughs> no, like I'm that meme of that little boy sitting there with the calculator who like he from Ethiopia or something like that. You ain't never seen that? You ain't seen mm-hmm. that? Oh, you gotta see that meme, bro. It's like this, it's like this kid, but apparently from reading the comments, he actually like a grown man. It's like a... With the one with the big eyes? I don't know what the big eyes. I just know he got like a little fro or something, but like he look like like how it's filmed and stuff. It looks like he's like in a, in another country, right? Mm-hmm. So Africa, Ethiopia, some shit like that. And he has a calculator, and he sit there. And he's trying to calculate shit, but the shit ain't adding. <laughs> and I swear that was me. Oh, that's the one I was talking about. I thought they was, they grown. Apparently, so from what I read, that's a grown ass man. Oh, and he was like, he keeps looking up, going like this or something like yeah. that. Yeah. Like, <laughs> oh yeah. Oh man, I don't know, bro. I don't know. I I'm like in this really well space where I want to tell this story. All right, I'm gonna tell it. Do you know I failed five classes my freshman year in high school? The first semester. You failed five. What did you do? You just came to school, played bass. Bro, I have no idea what I did. <laughs> I have the slightest clue. Like, if I can, like, literally me trying to traverse my mind and trying to understand, like, what I was doing at the time, everybody literally questions me. You remember Miss Dawson? Yeah. Okay. So, like, when you beca- when you became a senior, uh, they had this, like, little meeting thing. So, I'm, like, at this meeting, they going over my GPA and, like, the odds of me getting into, like, a college or whatever. And then she's like, oh, I know my ass one graduated. They ain't do shit with me like that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember what it was, but they like called me down to the library or something. So they like, yeah, look, so check this out. Like, all right, so it's looking like you're going to get accepted in a, like all major Illinois schools or whatever. So I'm like, cool. So the, and she started going over my transcripts. And she's like, oh, okay, your senior, you're doing pretty good, your junior year. She's like, okay. She's like, here's my problem with you. How did you fail my classes your freshman year? I was like, I don't, I like, lady, I can't tell you what I did. So, did you just not do work? I'm like, probably, like, that probably sound like me. I'm not sure. She was like, five class, like, everybody, like, my mom, when my mom saw my work card, she was like, look there. I was like, oh, when she called my name like that, she trying to, she trying to get all her thoughts together. <laughs> she was like, I'm like, huh? She was like, how did you fail five classes? I'm like, my, she was like, you said you was doing your homework. I'm like, hey, I swear I did it. Like, that's what happened. I'm like, it gotta be class participation. I'm like, it gotta be something. I don't know. I really don't understand how I gotta ask every one of them classes. I didn't ditch. I was too scared to ditch school and go anywhere else because I was going to Allen B. Shepherd and Payload's Heights. I ain't had no way home. 
So it wasn't like I was bitching. I just have no clue what I was doing. I think the only class I passed was like choir because I had like choir my first semester. I think it was like the choir and gym. Like that was it. Like that was the only classes I actually. Coincidentally, between art and choir, I think those are my only A's that I'm passing. <laughs> And look at us. We talking about our failures and we on this podcast. <laughs> oh my God. Alright. So, alright. I want to get into something real quick if you don't mind. Yep. Okay. She got it. Are you ready? Mm-hmm. Okay, so I got this membership at Expo, right? I even have went so far. To get a personal trainer. Or, right? Because I'm serious about my health. Mm-hmm. I've literally, over the past two days, spent like $50 in between Burger King, McDonald's, and Wendy's. Not only that, why does it cost so much to have a personal trainer? First, let's address the fast food eating. Why? Because that's all... It's like, all oh, that's here, bro. Like, I literally go outside. I'd be like, dang, man, I'm hungry. Because I don't cook at all. Like, I know how to cook. I just don't cook. So, I'm like, all right, man, what am I going to eat? And then, finally, my mind just settles, like, on McDonald's or something. Because it's fast, it's quick, it's right there. So, I eat that. So, I have my, my personal training session with my uh my personal trainer yesterday. So, he goes. And we having a nice conversation. You know, we talking. You know, real cool. I'm like, man, this is a pretty chill guy. He had to ask me, yeah, so what did you eat today? You gonna really make me lie to you? <laughs> <laughs> you really gonna ask me this question? You really gonna make me tell this lie right now? We having a real good conversation. We building rapport with each other. I'm like, this is cool. You gonna make me lie to you? All right, cool. So I'll tell him the truth. I'm like, all right, man. Like, I, I, I'm like, I ate Burger King. You know what I'm saying? So I'm like, like, is this the first thing you're eating today? Way to make me feel real fat, bro. I appreciate <laughs> it. Yes, yes. That's, yeah, that's, that's exactly the first thing I had today. So he's like, all right, all right. So what did you have? Damn. Damn, damn! This accountability going real far right now. It like is. I'm like, I'm like, yeah, man. I had, I, I had like a Texas double waffle. You like, oh man, you teasing me right now? Hey man, just walk up the stairs, bro. <laughs> That's what you do. Just walk up the stairs and go get this workout over, so I can burn off at least twenty five of this one thousand two hundred thirty five calories I just ate. Because I'm sick of this, bro. But why does it cost so much? Like, it literally costs you an arm and a leg to get in shape. I think it costs that much because, as far as personal trainers, I think it costs that much because of what they have to deal with. Because it's like they're training adults, but the adult is acting like a child most of the time in terms of eating habits, which makes everything way harder. So... If, I feel attacked, but go on, keep going, if, keep going. If, if, if I'm sitting here and you hire me to help you get in the shape, and then you go and then you eat something that's a detriment to you getting in shape, mm-hmm. it's like, what the hell am I here for? You're wasting my time. So if you're going to waste my time, 
at least I can get paid for wasting my time. Okay, but let me tell you, let me tell you like this. This is how I look at personal training. I'm paying you mm-hmm. for me to come here on my free will, on mm-hmm. my own free will, right. and die every day. Like I'm, I'm paying you, right, to come here and just basically torture me with different variations of exercise mm-hmm. until I'm unconscious and I slowly slide into oblivion. Like that's what I'm expecting every time I go for a personal training session, right. That should be enough, bro. Why you gotta ask me what I ate? I'm gonna try to burn off these calories. Because they care. While I'm talking. They care, bro. Like, you gonna pay somebody however much you paying them to not care? You just gonna pay them just to tell, just think of, if you really, if you were sitting up there thinking about it, you really gonna pay somebody to tell you to do 50 push-ups? In front of them? Exactly. At least if they ask and then make you do 50 push-ups, it makes you feel a little bit better. It makes the situation all around for both parties feel better. Because <laughs> if you pay me $50 an hour for me to get you to do 50 push-ups or sit-ups, and that's the only type of conversation that we having, it's going to be like, damn, man. This feels kind of sad. Like, I feel like I'm taking candy from a baby right now. Like, this ain't... It. I don't know, man. I, I've never gotten a personal trainer. Because I know... You. I would if I was serious of the commitment to it. But right now, I know that I'm not serious of the commitment to it, so I'm not going to waste no money to it. You know what I mean? Why? Because I had a gym membership, and I literally wasted money because I didn't go as often or go that much. Right? I went there a few times, maybe once a month or something. But if you're going once a month to the gym, you're not really doing nothing. You're not really building up nothing because it got to be consistent. Let me guess. 2050? LA Fitness. You bought an LA Fitness membership that you went to once a month? LA Fitness was right across the street from my house. Okay? First of all, you should have told me about this. I would have made excellent use out of it. If not for the steam room, the pool... The jacuzzi and the sauna alone? Bruh. Bruh, man. And it's it's crazy because they got different levels of memberships. Like, they got one membership where it's just based on that gym by itself. And then they got one where you can go to any gym. Mm -hmm. And that one would have been the ticket because I would have loved to have went to a gym that had a basketball court. That would have been my shit. But all the basketball court gyms was like downtown up north. Or that they was like out west or some shit. So it wasn't no shit by me. Uh-huh. Yeah, with a basketball court? No, nah, bro. They had like a, a room in there to like box, like do like a boxing exercise and shit like that. Like they had like, uh, what is it, the bags? The bags where you just, you know, punching bags and shit like that? They had that, but they didn't have like no court or nothing. They had a swimming pool. But I don't the swim. Room? So that shit Did, didn't they have LA Fitness on like College Girl? There's like one like right in there. On College Road? Yeah, I think so. I'm like 35th. Bruh, the one that was Not across College the street. Not That's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. You got to think of something else. Don't like, they have no gym? I swear they had one. They didn't have no job. What? No, bro. Mm. And my whole thing about the gym membership is, is like, 
once you buy your gym membership, if you don't know shit about shit, about lifting weights or doing nothing like that, or you literally walk in and see everybody else and get intimidated because everybody else know what the hell they're doing, what they want to work on. You know what I'm saying? And it's kind of like, well, shit, I don't know how to work this machine. And I'm a grown-ass adult, and I feel like I should know what the hell this machine is. So I, I feel <laughs> awkward asking another adult, especially when you a man, asking another man, hey, yo, brother, how 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 this work right here? You know what I'm saying? Like, it, because I'm skinning bones, right? Like, and me walking up to some muscle-bound motherfucker, like, yo, how how this work? You know what I mean? Like, that made me feel away. He would have took you under his wing, bro. bro listen, man. He that might like, have been. I'm finna be a personal trainer after I get him swole. It's over. It might have been, but like that was an insecurity of mine, B. Like I just like I felt insecure just going and being like, yo, what does this do? Like I didn't even want to ask people at the front desk. Yeah, alright. Like I feel like if they would incorporate signs or like some little small thing by the stations of like, or a picture of something like, yo, this is what you do, or this is how you get started using that. I'm like, cool. They do. Not at that LA Fitness. Really? Not on the side of the machine? No. No, bruh. You either learn because somebody told you, or you learn by watching somebody. That's all you had to do. You Bro, had to just but here's the thing, right? Here is the thing. Every time I went, People were using the machines that I already knew how to use. Mm-hmm. B, they were standing around talking and chit-chatting. Or C, it was a woman using said machine. And I wasn't trying to be that guy. So therefore... Talk about the man. How do I use this? It's not even that. Like, I wasn't trying to look because I wasn't trying to be called out for being a creeper or something. So I was just like, it made me feel mad uncomfortable, yo. It made me feel mad uncomfortable. My girl liked it, though, because I got her a membership, and she used to go, like, all the damn time. And then she would invite me to Zumba classes. Zumba classes? Yeah, the group training classes. Or, or like, kickboxing classes, and I'm just like... The thing about it is... Them things the devil, bro. I'll tell you No, no, they are the devil. I was like... <laughs> I, <laughs> I'm dumb. It reminded me of the shit back during basketball practice, where practice, at least in elementary school, used to be about like an hour, hour and a half. Mm-hmm. But you really don't truly know how long, like five or ten minutes is <laughs> until you doing some shit you don't want to do for ten minutes. It's like, God damn, man. They got you running suicide. And you're like, bro, I just want to go home. I can't even shoot the ball. And and it's not even that. Like, the classes that she she really liked that she wanted me to go to, and I went to her with her, like, they were all girls. It was not a single guy in there. So I feel mad awkward just in there. Just, you know what I'm saying? Zumbaing it up. Yeah, then once again, I'm trying to, like, because there's an instructor, obviously. The instructor's a woman, so I'm watching her. I'm trying to get, you know, what she's doing down. But we're human beings, right? Mm -hmm. So we all look to each other 
You know what I'm saying? To see, you know, maybe like, all right, that's event shit right there. Let me see to my neighbor to my left or to my right if they doing something that I can catch on to. But at the same time, I'm a guy. So I'm not trying to, to look. Yeah, I'm not trying to stare. I'm not trying to look like I'm not even looking for that. I'm just looking at your feet. What's your feet doing? You know what I'm saying? And it's like, it's, it's. All you had to do was tap one on, like, hey, what you, how you do that thing with your feet? And they'd be like, oh, just do it like this. I'm like, all right, cool. See. That's just a, for your next Zumba class. It's just uh-huh. a word of advice. No, that's cool. That's cool. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm glad that, you know, you could do something like that. I'm, I'm, yeah, no. Hey, cause I ain't, like, when it comes to stuff like that, I ain't got no saying. I'm like, hey, what are we doing? Cause I'm lost. Like, I ain't never been shy. No, <laughs> <laughs> for help. Like, ask, like, you know the old saying, like, men don't like to ask for directions? I will pull over at a bus stop and ask somebody for directions. I'm not scared of mess out of, hey, hey, man, hey, yo, my bad, real quick. Yeah, how I get over here? They go, oh, yeah, this, go ahead, bust left, bust right, whoop, whoop. You go, I ain't, 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 I will pull over at a gas station. There, there, there's only a few things. There are a few things. There are certain things that make me, like, socially uncomfortable. And that is one of them. Asking for directions? Not even asking for directions. Just having to go and ask somebody for something. I don't know what it is. It just makes me feel uncomfortable as hell. Like, I will be in a in a store, like a Target or something, and either I'm trying to get something for myself, or I'm trying to get something for somebody else. Right. And I'm just like, I don't see what the hell I'm looking for. Well, I guess it's not here. I guess I could just go. You ain't going to ask the grocery store attendant. That's what they there for. Bro, I do. Listen, I go to Jetro and I look at things. And if I was not paid to go to Jetro and get stuff for the job, if I wasn't paid for it. I will keep my mouth shut, but I do everything in my power. I will go around that whole big ass warehouse a good six times and look through every aisle before I ask somebody. And then you know what happens when they tell me? I pin that shit down in my brain like this is where it's at. So I ain't never got to ask nobody nothing ever again. Man, look, that's trauma. That's all. <laughs> that's trauma for that. Now, if I go in there and find it, because you ain't looking for it. I'm going there fine. That's all. That's trauma for that. No, yeah. Like, I've I, I let that hurt go, bro. I've I, I've done that to somebody. I've I went to like a CVS and I couldn't find what some lady was telling me where something was at. And I went up to Rex. I'm like, yeah, it's not in that aisle. Are you sure it's in the aisle? Or you know, he's like, yeah, I just put it in that aisle. I'm like, okay. So I went back in the aisle and I'm looking. I'm scanning. I'm surveilling the area. No, nah, man, she must be, you know, it happens, it's a long day, whatever. She does not know. I went up there, and I'm on my way out, and it's like, yeah, I didn't see it, but it's all right, don't worry about it, thanks. It's like, no, 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 I put it over there, you just not seeing it. So she's like, come on, and I'm just like, in my mind, I'm just like, fuck this, I'm going to go. <laughs> this situation has escalated. I thought we concluded our business when I told you I'm straight, I'm good, don't worry about it. Now you finna drag me to the spot where you think it is or you know it is and then I gotta hear a lecture about it so that's gonna make me feel better about this shit because I gotta meet you back at the register after you bring it. 
So we go and she walks to it exactly and picks it up and like, this is what you're looking for? <laughs> and now I gotta sit there with the stupid look on my face, bro. Oh, you, you got it. You, yeah. How did you? I swear I looked there like a thousand times. And she's giving me like a whole damn lecture on the way to the register, gives me a lecture at the register, and then hands me my receipt and is like, hey, have a nice day. And I'm just in my <laughs> And in my head. She told you have a nice day. And in my head, I'm just looking like, I didn't want none of this shit. So yeah, bro, like, I. She a cold piece. Yes, I she need, is. Yeah, I need to meet her. Cause that's a cold. You gonna, you gonna talk down to me. On the way back to the register. And when we get there, you're going to ring me up, give me my receipt, tell me how a nice day. I to just talk my ears off about not being able to find the thing that you knew you said right there that I ain't see. Yeah, okay. All right. And it wasn't even no... All right. It wasn't even like no playful tone, but it wasn't like no ugly tone either. It was like... It was like I'm informing you type of tone. You know what I'm saying? So like it's that weird... That that weird middle ground of like you're getting a stern talking to, but I'm not being like disrespectful when I tell you this, but I'm also not playing when you just could have just sat there and literally just opened your eyes and saw that it was right there. You're a better man than me because I wouldn't have, boy, as soon as he'd have been like, no, nah, come on, I'm not like I said, I'm straight, get out of here, don't go. I'm about, no, 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 oh, I probably would have lied. I don't know, it depends on how, 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 how like mother like she was. If she was older, I'm listening. If she like my age, ain't no respect there. Well, I mean, it's some, but it ain't enough to make me like walk back. I'd be like, nah, I'm good. I'm for real. I'm good. She, and I would have walked back. She looked like she's probably about like, she probably looks like she had like a good five years on me. That's it? Yeah, about good Boy, five I'd have walked out that store. I'd have, <laughs> as soon as I say I'm good, I've given up. It can still be there. I've given up completely. I'd have been like, yeah. Alright, I'm out. He's like, no, 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 it's over here. I'm like, no, 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 I'm straight, for real. I'm straight. I don't need it. Alright, see you later. I done cut that, cut that real quick. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Cause if you take me over here and you find it, you, I'm not gonna sit there for that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna sit there. He said, let you talk to me like I'm crazy. No, alright. But then I, I mean, I got an excuse. I'm like, I wear glasses. So then it, and I don't never have them on. So I, I got to they, cause that, that changed the whole conversation completely. You'd be like, yeah, oh yeah, you ain't see it? How you ain't see that? I'm like, oh, what glasses? Well, why you ain't got them on? Perfect, yep. Yeah, so see, I can that's funny that you mentioned that. <laughs> <laughs> see, you always got to them on. That's the problem. Because she sat up there like, oh, how you ain't see this? You got glasses on. I was like, oh, <laughs> are we really doing this now, huh? Like, I just, I, I can't catch a break, huh? Word. Alright, man. Whatever, dude. I'm like, alright, mama. Big sister. Alright, you ain't gotta talk to me like that. Alright, but you mentioned something and I wanted to get into that. You mentioned, uh, when we was talking about the weight training about you being insecure. Right. About approaching people and asking them that. Mm -hmm. Is that something you addressed in the book? Let's talk about the book, because I read it. Oh, we're talking about the book. Oh, we're talking about the book. Because I started reading it. Work. I'm I'm like halfway through. I'm like I'm like on page forty or something. I'm like halfway through. Is that like is? Do you mention that at all, or that's just something you just like, like you realized in the moment that I asked you, 
Like you realize that that's a like it's a problem for you to like basically what it sounds like is you don't like to ask for help. So putting a pen in that just for two seconds. So what he's referring to is if you're new to the podcast. So originally I started the podcast to talk about uh my journey from how I started out being a writer and a poet or whatnot, all the way up until my book's release. So he's referring to my latest book, Addressing of Insecurities, which came out last Monday. So that's where we're at right now. That's what we're talking about this spring. About and it. congratulations is in order. Thank you. Thank you. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. So on Amazon right now, Amazon.com. Look for Addressing of Insecurities. Addressing of Insecurities. It should be up there. Uh, yeah. So to get back to your question. No, that was just something that I realized in a moment. When you said that, and then I just put two and two together, it's like, ah, that's why I never, like, that's why the, it, it didn't last long for me because of that. Like, I felt uncomfortable. And the reason why I felt uncomfortable because there was an insecurity there. Yeah. Yeah. Word. Word. Yeah. All right. Yeah. I mean, we all got them in different areas, but sure. asking for help is not mine. I've been, I ain't shy about asking for help. But if I don't know, I don't know. I'm gonna tell you on that. Well, see, I'm I'm more of a. I used to be comfortable asking for help with stuff, but I heard no, or maybe not necessarily heard no, but people have been too busy, or people have been flaky, or stuff like that. Where I just look at it, it's just like I'm not even gonna ask. I'm gonna just do the work myself and just. Call it a day and just deal with it that way. I really want to have a Dr. Phil moment on this podcast right now. <laughs> but I'll hold back. Go ahead. No, man. Like, that's, that's, that's what it is. It's just like, I, I've been there time and time again where, like, I needed something from somebody. And unless I really know you and I'm like, I'm really hella comfortable with you, I won't ask you for help. I would rather do it myself. For A, I know it will get done exactly how I want it to get done. But B, I know that I won't be a bother to you or anything else like that. And two, or not two, but three, I don't know what this feeling would be called. But like, if I ask you for help the first time and then you come back to me a day later or something like, oh, yeah, yeah, I can come help you now. It's Mm -hmm. like a. No, don't worry about it. All right. So I can go and help you out with this real quick. Then we get back to the into the meat potatoes. So for one, the first thing when you ask for help and it don't initially gets uh, either acknowledged or is not um, acted upon with the haste in which you feel the urgency that it has, that, that feeling of, man, like, I just asked you for help, but you ain't came through. It's rejection. And then the feeling of, well, since you got back to me a little later than what I had hoped or expected, so now I'm just going to do it on my own. That's pride. And then what it eventually comes to is that it'll have its root in what's called bitterness. But that's a different story. We can get into that later. But, yeah, I just had to touch on that real quick because you know what I'm saying. I like to do that. But... All right, so let's get into the book. Okay. So the addressing the insecurities. I read it. Uh, I'm reading, not read. Read its past tense. I'm currently reading it. 
and um like i uh like i was thinking like early like the cadence of it really threw me off mm. like i was reading the book and i'm like okay all right and at first like when the first couple to me in my mind i got a very music oriented mind so when the first couple of stanzas starts to rhyme my mind instantly starts to like I hear it in my mind as a rap song. So it's like, that, that'd be my first thing. So like, now I'm trying to, now I'm looking for the next rhyme and when it's going to come. So one thing I was, I was kind of taken aback by was the fact that the, the cadence of the poems were different. It wasn't, it wasn't what I was accustomed to. Like I read haikus, not a lot because those aren't my favorite kind of poems, but I read them and Hey, I started to get like, okay, so this stanza fits like I right, cool, cool, like the five, seven syllable kind of thing. But then there's a rhyme scheme right up under it. And then it's like, then it kind of like breaks off a little bit. So it kind of took me off. So do you mind like just basically getting in a, where was you mentally when you was writing it? Yeah. So my first book, Spoken Not Words, I rhymed in that book a lot, right? And I heard feedback from it that that's what I did a lot. It wasn't necessarily like a bad thing or criticism from anybody, but it was a thing that they noticed. So it was something that I wanted to grow out of the habit of because I didn't want to rely on all of my poems rhyming, right? So with the book, I had um, each poem outside of the title and theme and, and and the message and all that other stuff outside of that what I really wanted to get across is that each one of them was different like they each all of like the, the, the rhyming schemes or non-rhyming schemes like however you read it I wanted it to feel different I didn't want you to feel like you were reading two poems about two different things but they both had the same kind of like rhyme scheme because then that would make it seem like you know they're too correlated. Yeah, they're too correlated. And it's just like, I really wanted that to be different because like, I got some where I don't rhyme at all. I got some where there's like a whole bunch of, you know, content before I even get to the rhyming portion. The rhyming portion might only be like two stanzas, two lines, and everything else just goes back to non-rhyming. You know what I mean? Like, it's different. Okay. Alright, cause yeah, I was definitely like, that shook me a little bit. And then one thing I wanted to ask is, uh, I wanted to put this to the test for right. today. And I wanted to see how well you knew me as a player. Mm-hmm. So my question is, alright, so I'm halfway through the book. Right. What do you think my favorite poem is? Mm. Yeah, you gotta excuse that. that. That's the neighbors being loud next door. Uh, I don't know, man. That that's that's a Ooh. that that's a a very loaded question because are we talking about you? Of, oh, we're talking about you of today. Like, there's a lot, bro. 
Yeah, like with all that, uh, all that. and I wasn't gonna uh, put a wager on the line. Oh man, you yeah, wouldn't put a wager on the line. See, wager, yeah, no, today is the first. That's rent, so that's I ain't got no way. <laughs> I ain't got no way to play you. So we just go take a rain check on that. Um, so was it so American? Which one is that? So, so American is basically going and talking about how things are fucked up for us black people, but the world, well, America in general is like, you know, this is American. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm so American. Like, this is who I am. This country is racist and shit like that, but that's, that's, that's America. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I think it's the one. Um, I'm not sure. Or if it's not that one, because I got two poems like that. Is that one, and it's another one called uh, This Light of Ours or something like that. That's the one. This Light of Ours. That was my favorite poem. I mean, because you know, you know I'm pro-black. Uh, I'm not, that don't mean I'm anti-white or anti-Hispanic or anti-anything else. I'm just, I'm just really, really pro black I'm really for my people. So when I seen that, I'm like, all right, I like that one. That's a favorite, right? Don't put a star next to it in the book because I like that one. But um, yeah. yeah, like I, I liked it. Uh, I liked it. That one. Um, I'm not big on titles, and mm-hmm. I didn't want to be like. I didn't want to be like a journalist and be able to like go back and be like, oh, okay, yeah, and like write a bunch of other titles down and be like, yeah, I like this one, this one, this one, this right, one, right, right. this one. But um, it was a poem about friends. I really liked that one. Funeral and, friends. Yep. Yep. Yeah, funeral friends. Yep. That was one of my. That was one of the ones that stuck out to me. I really liked that one too. So when you were in, like mentally, when you were writing funeral friends. Was it more so of a somber tone to the to the writing, or was it was it like basically just reflective and just like in a in a kind of enlightened kind of sense, or was it like really like the somber? Because funeral is a strong word. It is. It so when I okay, so the idea for the poem. I want to say I had the idea for the poem since last year, right? Right. But I just didn't know what kind of content that I would put in it, what it would look like. So, after going through some things in this COVID year of 2020, you know, after losing some friends for whatever reason, like it was there was reflective it was me going and looking at everything that happened and reflecting on the good and the bad and me just like accepting it you know what i mean because yeah. a lot of people a lot of people want closure a lot of people want you know, final words, last words, they want explanations and all of this other stuff. And it's just like, for me, for a lot of those uh, funerals, I didn't get that. And that was something that I had to make peace with. And that's something that I accepted. You know what I mean? And 
I thought it would have been like a longer piece, but it's not that long. It's short, sweet, and it's to the point. You know what I mean? Sure. Like, in my favorite line, or well, favorite stanza from it, is like, you know, I was, I, I was supposed to be the best man at your wedding. But for some of y'all, I was the best man at your wedding. And that is like, it's, it's, it's me being reflective, but it's also, no, it, it's, it is what it is. It, it's me being reflective, right? Mm-hmm. But with me being reflective, it's also me showing that I'm not perfect myself. Cause it's me talking shit. It's like a double entendre. Right. So it's like, yo, I was supposed to be the best man at your wedding, but the friendship didn't last that long. But for some of the other weddings that I was at, you know what I mean? Like for one, for the double entendre, I was the best man at your wedding, which means that you told me like, yo, I want you to be the best man. And then for some of them, it was like, nah, like I was the best man at your wedding. You know what I mean? Like, 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 yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, it was like, yeah, you know, from the, you know, from the people that you had there or like you included with that. Like I was the best man there just based off of character. You know what I mean? And that's just something that I wanted to get out because I had an idea to not even put that in there, but that wouldn't been. That wouldn't have been genuine to who I am right now. That's not saying that I'm perfect and I know everything and that I'm godly. You know what I mean? Right. Like, I'm still learning. I'm still growing. That's something that I have to get over so it won't affect me. You know what I mean? Right. Right. All right. I can see that. I can see that. Yeah. So, outside of that, my last question uh-huh. in regards to it, what is your favorite poem in the whole so my favorite poem, my my favorite poem changes. It changes with my growth. Cause like I got not even that. It's just like I got favorite poems for different scenarios. Like with my book, I so I so for one, what I like to do when I make my books is like I like to make like a little mini story within the book. For spoken not words, I made a love story. And the love story was over certain dates, right? Mm-hmm. And it told the dates from the, the different seasons, from winter, spring, summer, fall. So each one, each poem in that season is reflective of that in the relationship. For this one, there's three parts. And I wanted to tell a story of a person that grew up in a home that had domestic violence. Hmm. I, I got hints of that. I got hints of that. But the fact of the matter is, like, that's all that that person knew because that's all that he was around. So he grew up with that. And then you see the consequences of him growing up with that, his ideas, his thoughts, you know, all of that. So from a story standpoint, I feel like that's my favorite one. And then we have some that's like, 
it's not something that I haven't done for a while or something that I wanted to do. It's, uh, I think it's called Long Gone Missing. And it's essentially like some little funny uh, poem that takes place with a guy being in the club after he got in an argument with his girl. But him being in there, you know, he's talking about how the strippers are taking advantage of him and how he's wishing that he was, you know, with his wife right now. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But I'm telling it in like sort of like a funny way. It's like it, it's it's traumatic, but it's like funny dramatic. You know what I mean? So that's a favorite. Then I have one where I don't think anybody caught on. So I'll I'll say it now. It's one that's called I think it's called Smile. I think. And essentially, what that is is that I'm. For the first time in a long time, I'm actually smiling on my own. So I set up the poem as me going on. No, it's called Joyride, not smile. It's called Joyride. So essentially, I'm taking the Joyride, which means I'm smiling on my own. There's no friends. There's no video games. There's no substance. There's no drinking liquor. There's none of that. It's me finding happiness on my own without any of those crutches. And it's a, if you look at it in terms of a joyride, it's like, well, what happens when you're learning how to drive? You know what I'm saying? You got to take driver lessons. You got to have a person that's old enough in the car with their own license and stuff like that. Sure. Right? But this joyride is like, I'm smiling without any of that. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. You know what I'm saying? And it feels good. It feels liberating the fact that I'm able to do this on my own. People thinking that I can't do this on my own because for whatever reason. You know what I mean? So from a writing standpoint for poetry, I think that that's my favorite. But my own personal, personal favorite was something that I'm struggling with now is Sticks and Stones. And Sticks and Stones is basically me talking about me. Um, it's it. OK, so it, it's, it's going to get really dark, but it, it, it's dealing with me thinking about my death. Right. Okay. Because of me growing up in the hood, there is PTSD. So there's PTSD of getting killed randomly, whether it be from a bullet that's not meant for me, or maybe there is a bullet meant for me, somebody running up trying to, you know, rob me, stab me, I get hit by a car, like anything could happen, right? Mm -hmm. I don't live in the hood anymore, but those fears still stay with me, right? Because I got one, no, I, I say that I think of my death often, um, it's going to be expensive. No, they're going to spend a pretty penny on my coffin or something like that, right? It's really going to be, got to be long enough for me to fit Yeah, yeah. exactly. It's got to be long enough for me to fit me. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? And it's just something that I struggle with today because I still think about my death, right? I think about what my purpose is here on this earth. I know what I like to do. I know what God I'd like to think I know what God put me on this earth to do. And at any moment, my job could be done and I could be on my way out of here. And when I was writing 
the book in general, I was thinking to myself, it would be poetic as hell if I went out. Like, if I just put the book up to launch when it launched and something happened to me, you know what I'm saying? Like, I was thinking about all of these things because death is something, it doesn't scare me. It's just something that is constantly on my mind just because where I came from, a lot of people didn't make it. So, I wrote about it. You know what I mean? But that's, that's, that's my favorite. And it's kind of dark to say that that's my favorite, but that's like the realest poem to me personally in the book. Okay. You know what I mean? Word, word. Well, thank you for sharing that. I know, um, I know mostly, uh, I had this lady tell me one time, uh, when I wrote some poems, somebody asked me to read it out loud. She's like, tell them that your poem is dictated and I read it. And I was like, what, what does that even mean? So I'm just going to say it right now. I still have no clue what that means, but whatever. <laughs> so yeah, but thanks for just saying that a little bit. But I did want to also segue into something, but I wanted to let you get your thoughts out before I get into what it is I, I'm into because I know we usually run out of time once I get to going. Yeah. So, yeah. So, whatever you want to get into real quick because I'm going to snap. I mean, I don't have none, bro. This is all this is all freestyle. We decided we weren't going. Don't even worry about it because I got you. Alright. So, I want to address these comments because I don't get to see them. <laughs> I so 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 what is it about the Wiz that's so great? This is what I want to know. This this is why I'm starting. What is so, it about the Wiz that's so great? What I saw in the conversations I had was that they didn't see what you saw with the Wiz. They saw something like or they saw something that we could take and make it our own. They didn't see what you saw, bro. Alright. I got a different eyes. I can, I can respect that. I can respect that. But, um. <laughs> but what makes it so great? That's what I don't get. Is it because Mike in it? Is that what it is? Is it because it's supposed to be black? Is that what it is? I, okay, so. I can't speak for them, but for me. I think the Wiz is good because it has flavor. It has soul in it, man. Like, it's, it's. Okay. Have you seen The Lion King? The new one? No, the first one. No, not the first one, but the original one. The animated one. When we were all kids. Yeah. Like, 1995. Of I course. think I was Okay, so yeah. you saw that one. Cool. Bet. Have you seen a live action one? No. Okay. The live action one, while it is a technical marvel and all that good jazz, it has no damn soul in it. They sang the songs. I'm not even going to get into who they cast it for who roles. I'm not trying to get ran up on at work. So I'm going to just leave that part out. But the fact of the matter is that movie didn't have no soul. And I feel like that's what The Wizard of Oz is like it doesn't have like any soul like before the whiz we accepted it as is right and it was a good story wise it was a good story and whatnot but movie when you saw it it was like eh 
this is okay. When you saw the Wiz, it was like, yeah. Like, I can feel this. I can feel the songs. I can feel the energy with the actors and everything else like that. That's what I think when it comes to the Wiz. That's why I didn't agree that it was overrated. I don't remember not one song from that show, from that movie, whatever it is. But I, I even get an audience. I give them that credit. Um, I don't like musicals. Now, I say musicals. When I say musicals, I'm talking about like the movie Rent. I'm talking about Cats. I've never seen Cats though. Let me tell you something, bro. Listen, man. I've never I, seen Cats. But me and my girl tried to watch Cats, like the new one. Uh, while we were intoxicated. And that still couldn't save that damn movie. That was horrible. Okay. Horrible beyond Matt words, bro. Like, I don't understand how that is one of the best musicals ever. Like, it doesn't... Go ahead, continue, continue. I, I don't know. I've never seen it, but I'm not really into a musical about Cat or whatever the plot line behind it is. Not judging whoever does, but just saying that's just not for me. I had dated this girl that showed me the Rocky Horror Picture Show as a film classic. Mm-hmm. I literally to this day still have no clue what was going on in that musical. A girl did a, a presentation in class for that movie and then she wanted us all to dance to whatever fucking big dances in that fucking movie and the fucking professor made us or they were going to automatically fail us for not participating and I was like word <laughs> that's exactly what I said in my head I was like word word, word. okay alright right. this that old bullshit mm mm I have no clue what was going on my mom my sister, they used to watch the Sweeney Todd when Johnny Depp acted in it. I just like I heard those it was good. I don't like know the one song. I don't know who was singing in it. I just thought, yeah. that, you know, I didn't know who was singing in it. I just saw that he was some weird white guy with fucking scissor hands. I don't know who was singing. He was killing people. Oh wait, no, Sweeney Todd is not yeah. scissor hands. No, that's not ever scissor hands. But he uh, did play as a scissor hands. Yeah, he was as a scissor hands. man played a lot of shit. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah go, go ahead. Go but ahead. he was, um, and Sweeney Todd, that was like the demon barber or whatever. He was like a killer that was turning people into like meat pies. And like somebody told me that was like kind of true. I don't know how true that was, but they was like killing people and turning them into meat pie. So that made sure, that ensured I would never eat a meat pie in my life. <laughs> so. <laughs> I like the one song, the popular song from there, but the rest of it I did not watch. Like I do not like musicals. I just don't. I don't. Okay, I I sit through Aladdin because I know at the end he gonna fight Jafar. That's like the only reason I sit through Aladdin. I didn't see the live action one. Right, 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 right. Aladdin, Aladdin, Aladdin's not bad. You know the. A musical that I saw that I liked. I like Dream Girls. You ever see Dream Girls? No. It's good. It's 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 good. Like it has drama and shit, and it's not. It has 
songs in it, but it's not like, I wouldn't really classify it as a musical, because it didn't feel like a damn musical. But it has songs in it, you know what I'm saying? And then Eddie Murphy is singing, like, come on, man. No. Never seen Dream Girl. I watched, um, Sing. Like, I got kids. But, sing? Yeah, that, like, I really like when the little gorilla sings, um, um, that one song by Elton John, uh, the I'm Still Standing song. I like that. I like, I, I like that part. So do you like the Wiggles? The who? The Wiggles. I've never seen that. You've what is never that? heard of the Wiggles? It was like, no, it was like, a, like you said, like, it, it was like, it's aimed for kids. No. Well, you didn't have kids back then when they was big and popular, no. so. I hate having to listen to Coco Melon. Or, Okay, I like a couple of the Sesame Street, but the TV shows, like, that's, that's, that's a little different for me, but like, a whole hour and a half, two hour movie, they got singing in it. Mm-mm. 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 So do you like them movies? No. <laughs> no. That's what I, did I say that last time? I, I, I swear I should have said that last time. No. Madea's overrated as hell. You know, Bro, I'm so sick. Madea is the Call of Duty of movies. That's what oh, it is. It's the same movie. A woman is getting treated bad by her man. Mm. She either A, meets a new guy that treats her well, or B, she doesn't meet a new guy and she learns all the lessons on her own. And then the bad guy is her boyfriend or husband gets his, he, he gets his, 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 uh. Like karma? Yeah, he gets his karma in the end. Cinematic Madea, karma? Yeah, Madea makes some laughs, some shit. She talks logic. Into somebody at some important time, and then that's the whole damn movie, bro. I don't know no grandma that that smokes squares and shoots guns. I haven't met her personally. I'm just gonna say that I've met grandmas that smoke and drink. I ain't never met none that smoke, drink, and still play with guns. So I haven't watched all of them. They give great life life advice. I ain't never seen it, bro. Like I just. I haven't watched all of my damn movies, so I don't know for sure, but, like, what I really want to know is, did anybody from any of the other movies cross over to the other movies besides Madea? Because that's a big-ass family, bro. Ah. If you think about, like, all the, like, 18, 15 movies and shit, and there's, like, a new cast every time. Uh, like, like, it's a couple uh, the, the guy that played Mr. Brown and his wife. I only know his wife's name. Her name Tamla. That's the, I, like, I don't know her character. I only know his wife, like, by name, cause I always see, like, people posting her. But, but they, they, like, they do the movies and I think the plays, but that's about it. Like, other than that, no, I have no idea, Jella. I have no idea. Like, I just, I can't, I can't stand them. But the thing is, what, what makes me a contradiction in this is I want to go see an opera. I really, really would like to go see an opera. Depends what opera, it depends on what the opera is. I, I'd go to a Halo opera. I, oh man, I would go, <sighs> like, I would go to a Halo opera. Because they got opera music in the damn, in like the game. Like, it, you know what I mean? Like that's that's synonymous with it. Like so, I can go and I can watch that. But like anything else, no nah, man. Can you guys dress up most of the time too to do that to go? No, nah, bro. I'm good. I I want to go see a, a nice opera. I don't want to go to no Broadway musical. 
And then like that, I want to go see an opera, like uh, at the Chicago Opera Theater. Like that's where I want to go. I want to see something magnificent. I will. I will. I want to cry at the end of it. I want to be. I want to be so moved. <laughs> like I just. I just want to go see something that's dope. But I like opera music. I really do. I don't speak the language, so I don't understand half of what they're saying. I always got to look it up and then hit Google Translate <laughs> on the lyrics. But I just, I like the music. Music music is the only only form of language that, bro, that cross all, like, you, you can't, you can't just pin it down. Like, you can, I, there's a song called, um, Oboe Curie, you need something? I don't know. It's from Samurai Shampoo. I don't have no clue what this lady's singing about, but it, the, but the song is so good. No, like it's just, I feel it transcends it. language. It transcends language. I feel it between like the outro for Cooley Cooley and like the outro for Cowboy Bebop. Like it's listen, man, and that's like a different language. It's like a Japanese song. You and you have no clue what they're saying, but you feel them. You feel them, man. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Except when by Naruto, I understand what he's saying. I ain't gonna finish this thought, <laughs> <laughs> but he he just get me on them. I was like, what? I was like, but then I heard it. But it was dope. dope. But all right, so I'm gonna say this in my closing argument: one of the best movies made had to be Gangs of New York. Never seen it. What? I'm not like a big mafia gang movie person watching. Like that's just what? That's not my bag. Gangs of New York, bro. That's not my bag, bro. Any mafia movie, I ain't never seen The Godfathers. I ain't seen Casino. I ain't seen Scarface. I ain't seen no damn Boys in the Hood. I ain't seen none of them, bro. Thank you for bringing that up. That's what else I wanted to say. The Godfather is trash, bro. <laughs> it is trash. Oh, I couldn't believe this. Oh, do you know how many times I've tried to sit down and watch that movie? When I said I would fall asleep faithfully, it became a movie. I was like, I'm never going to finish this movie. So I would look. So I worked at Target overnight. I think I worked from like seven to seven. So I would get, I would go to work at seven, get off at seven every day when I got off. It, at, at, at like I trash hours. What? I would get home at like eight o'clock, bro. Like eight o'clock, eight thirty. Seven to seven. That's some trash hours. Look, go ahead, go ahead. Go I would, I would get off, bro. I would get to the crib. I would have me a glass of Moscato. I do my little thing, and then I I sit down and watch The Godfather. Fall asleep every single. Time. Even the times where I didn't buy no drink or no smoke, I would fall asleep every time. I could not stay up. I, and then I tried on my day off to watch it. Did not last. I think I got through like the first hour and a half. Like I think the last scene I seen was that famous scene where they got the hit, the horse head in the bed and dude wake up and it's a dead horse head on his feet. That was it. Rest of the movie, sleep. Wake up. It's either the credits or the Godfather getting shot on the corner. That's it. I've never made it through that whole movie. Never. It's trash. I try to follow it. It's trash. 
It's so much dialogue. It's trash. I'm like, bro, what is going on? Like, The Godfather is trash. Gangs of New York, though, you got to watch it. You got to sit down and watch it. You got to sit down and watch it. That's like, um, it's like Assassin's Creed, bro. Except they don't do no assassination killings. Nothing slick. Ain't no, ain't no, but it's dope. It's dope. You got to watch Gangs of New York. One moment, head and watch it. Shoes to make up sit down and watch. I've seen so many movies. You ever heard of I Am Sam? Your mom made you watch the game. <laughs> yeah, bro. Because we weren't going outside. <laughs> so sit down and watch TV or go in your room and read. You weren't going to go in your room and read no book. Yeah, no, I was. With no proposition like that. Boy, I'm watching games. Shit. Yeah, I went straight to my room and read a book. Mm-hmm. You know, my punishment was my mom took my books. <laughs> You know what I had to do? I had to sit there and watch the damn news. I hated watching news when I was a kid. I hate it now. Man, listen. For all the different reasons, though. <laughs> for all different reasons. But, you got anything else, bro? Oh, yeah. No. No, I'm straight, man. Like, they didn't kind of, they didn't kind of, I, they didn't hurt my feelings, <laughs> but, <laughs> The fact that, like, was it at least one person that that felt where I was coming from? I think it was probably, like, two people. Them the two people I need in my life, okay? Because <laughs> they at least understand me, bro. Like, they understand where I'm coming from. Because not everybody like Black Dynamite, but that's, like, one of my, like, that movie is so good and funny. Black Dynamite? Even the show? We had, when they did the Richard Pryor episode. What? You know what I liked? Reason, not recently, but like <sighs> over the summer that I watched with my girlfriend, I watched Black Jesus. I didn't like that. It was some, some episodes is funny, but I didn't like it. It, it, it wasn't perfect. I didn't watch the whole thing. It wasn't perfect, but it, it was something. It, it, it was something. But anyway, yeah, yeah, yeah. So. Black Dynamite? Nah, bro. The show? Nah, bro. The anime show when he had Richard, when they hit like my Richard Pryor episode, and he was like, there you go, my main man. Cocaine. He's black dynamite thought he was talking to him. But what? I was gold, bro. All right. No. All right. All right, peoples. That is what we got for y'all today. Hope y'all like it. If you didn't, let us know. If you did, let us know. Leave reviews and all that good stuff on Apple. Or topics. Leave some topics. What y'all, what y'all want to hear? What you want to hear? You, you, you know? You know what I should know. So what I'm going to do, what I'm going to try to do in the next week or two, I'm going to try to set up an email and maybe even like a social media account for this. So that way people can directly message the show and everything else. So y'all know where every, all the episodes come from and all that. I just gotta get around to it. But that's something that I'll work on for like the next week or two. But anyway, this has been Receptive Vibe Podcast. Once again, I'm one of your hosts. I'm Vash. And I'm the other one. I'm Darius. Word. And you just listen to us talk and ramble about us failing in school horribly. Right. But I'm so serious about this boat, about this wizard, the wizard, bro. I'm gonna let it go, though. You know, I'm just gonna let go and let God, bro. Cause I can't do this, bro.
We're not about to make this overrated part two. No, we, right. no, no, that's not. I'm like, we think we're gonna do an overrated series. That's what we're gonna do. Overrated movies, bro. No, I was thinking about. It. We need to come up with segments. That's what we should do. Uh, we don't, mine ain't gonna be overrated movies. I'm gonna tell y'all what's trash. I am Sam is one of the one of the most emotional movies you ever watch in your life. Just, just I'm putting y'all on right emotional. now. Emotional. What I am Sam about the about this uh uh especially a guy who was um he like had a kid, bro. How I don't know, but the girl <laughs> dropped the kid right, yo, off on him, I, bro. And he had to raise and he was sitting at the at the counter. He was going, My name is Sam. The customer's always oh. right. The customer's <laughs> always right. The customer's always right. What? And his daughter's just sitting there, t- man. I am a horrible person. Tear jerker. I want y'all to know that I am growing and I am learning <laughs> and God is still working on me. So please excuse me for laughing. Anyway, this is all we got for y'all this week. Holler at y'all next week. Love.